Hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye, hear. What does that mean, anyway? Hey, listen up! All rise for the Skinamax B Queen of Late Night, the brunette dynamo herself, the fan fucking tabulous, Rebecca Love! And now, talking dirty with Rebecca Love. Well, hello there. This is Rebecca Love. And yes, you're listening to Talking Dirty. Jocelyn is not with me today because this is going to be an interview show. And we're going to get to know a little bit about Danny from Centerfold Strips Entertainment. This is episode 159. And I can't wait to share all the information I learned about centerfoldstrips.com. Now, Danny owns centerfoldstrips.com, which is a national service to book unique entertainment from exotic dancers to featured headliners. His company even provides male reviews to fire-breathing belly dancers and Little Dales, which is a little person male review. There's no limit to what Centerfold Strips can provide for your extreme entertainment. We will get to know Danny at centerfoldstrips.com and see how he got started in the business, plus what it takes to be an entertainer at Centerfold Strips. You will learn the hard work involved to run a successful booking agency and become more educated about the etiquette of the business. We are going to save the camel story last because you deserve a grand finale. And we're going to talk about centerfold strips, creating the company, unique acts, uh, client booking from first contact to completion, how does one get hired to be on Team CS, and what does an 80-year-old stripper, little Lady Gaga, and a goat have in common. But before we get into this amazing topic, we're going to talk about MixLR Live on July 26th. And if you're listening to this podcast a little later than July 26th, then just check adultfilmstarnetwork.com and see when our next live podcast is and you can interact. There's going to be games like Porn Trivia, Name That Sound, Price is Tight. It's really a fan show and to interact, well, with our loyal listeners. So you come into the chat room and you banter back and forth. This show... You're going to help Jocelyn answer some of these questions. We're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to record it. And yeah, it's a fan show. So July 26th, check the website, follow us on MixLR.com, and you'll get the email notification. You can set it and forget it. Now go hijack your friend's phone. Mm Mm-hmm. Just go do it now. What are you doing? Get up. Go get it. Nobody's around you right now? All right, you can wait till later. Hijack your friend's phone. Go search for Adult Film Star Network or Talking Dirty or Sick Addictions, whatever one you want to freak your friend out with. Download it on there. It's a gift that keeps on giving. He'll be surprised or she when they see a pair of double Ds. Oh, yeah. You can't avoid it. You download our podcast, that's what you get eye-raped with, a pair of double Ds. Come on now. It would be hilarious to see the expression on your friend's face or 
whatever they're going to say to you when they finally get a hold of you. You can also screenshot and spam your friends. Just throw it out there. You can throw it to family and friends. I mean, if you don't like them. If you like them, I suggest not. Yeah, just, just spam the show. But it really only works if you're trying to learn about the adult business or you're a fan of the adult entertainment world. Now, we are syndicated on RadioVegas.rocks, AEntertainmentNews.com, last but not least, Radio.XXX. All right, before we get into this interview with Danny from Centerfold Strips, we must go to our sponsors, MyPhoneChat.com. Huh. You know, maybe I should really get a more modern phone. Thank you for calling 976 Hotties. We will now connect you with one of our amazing ladies. Hello? <laughs> Hi. Oh, you sound sexy. What are you into? Well, I like peanut butter and goldfish and... Wait, Marvin, is that you? Mom? Don't let this happen to you. Looking for the phone experience, but want to know who you're talking with? Try MyPhoneChat.com. Adult film stars, college cuties, and fetish models. 24-7. You can even talk with the Skinamax Bee Queen of Late Night TV, Miss Rebecca Love. That's MyPhoneChat.com. Try it today. Wait, Marvin. Don't you want to know what I'm wearing? Oh, Mom, that's just wrong. So wrong. Yeah, know exactly who you're talking to. Try MyPhoneChat.com. Right, we have a special guest today, and his name is Danny. He's from centerfoldstrips.com. Danny, are you there? I'm here. Thanks, Rebecca. I really appreciate the opportunity to uh, be interviewed for your adultfilmstarnetwork.com. Well, you, you actually fit the topics of the show, so you're a perfect fit. And when I saw your email uh, a few weeks ago, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to have Danny on. So thank you oh, for giving awesome. giving me the privilege of invading your time today. You're welcome. Well, we we appreciate the opportunity, and it's good to know we fit in somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do have a unique site, I have to say. I went exploring, and I kind of got sucked in, and I couldn't get off the site because there was a lot of information. There definitely is, and uh, I'll I'll give you a little insight in your uh your podcast uh, viewers and listeners some insight in terms of what we do. So we have two distinct companies, but they do uh, correlate in terms of that they're both adult industry related. So the first one is called Centerfold Strips. And what that agency does is we book all of the private parties all across the United States, uh, bachelor parties, birthday parties, corporate events, graduation parties, basically any type of private party. And we have a diverse roster of entertainers that we provide for those events, which include 
uh, sexy female exotic dancers, male exotic dancers, little people, midgets, which are really hot right now. The country's gone midget crazy. Everyone loves them. They're a lot of fun. And we also have belly dancers, celebrity impersonators, as well as some, uh, what other types of acts do we have? Uh, big mamas, which are fun also. You know, these are girls that are three, 400 pounds, which, you know, people use for a, uh, a surprise party and things like that if they want to embarrass the guest of honor. I love me, my BBWs. They're very big right now. Well, no pun intended. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Um, yeah, I noticed on your site, in fact, I recognized a couple of uh, little people. Uh, Bridget the Midget, she's big. Yes, I see. We- Go ahead. I was going to say, yes, we, we are very proud to represent Bridget the Midget, who uh, is the most famous little person on the planet Earth right now. Oh, she's adorable. I had the joy of, or the privilege of featuring with her, and she is just a bundle of fun. She's so cute. Absolutely. I'm glad you had that uh, opportunity to work together with her. I know. It was definitely an opportunity. Now, you you said that... Um, this is to uh, book private. Well, first of all, Bridget the Midget, she's a feature entertainer. She is. But in addition to doing the feature dance bookings, she lives in the uh, Los Angeles area of California. So she also enjoys private parties to supplement her income when I call her when there's a party in the area, such as a bachelor party or birthday party. Um, Bridget, you know, is available to go out to those events as well and perform and uh, of course, in the L.A. area, uh, as you know, there's a lot of celebrities there. So we do some celebrity parties and uh, they want to hire Bridget and entertain their uh, guests. Well, that makes sense. But I was I was hitting on that. You also represent adult film stars and people that headline, because I also noticed Brittany Andrews, uh, Shaylin, Jada Dawn, Sarah J. I mean, those are pretty big names. Absolutely. So with respect to that, Rebecca, we have another agency all under the same umbrella. Uh, This one is called Centerfold Features. And what that agency does is we book all the top headliners in the industry, which would include the top porn stars, the showgirls, and the novelty acts that headline on stage at the top gentlemen's clubs. And not only in the U.S., but we actually do that internationally around the globe. Fascinating. Now, Danny, how did you get into this? Bring me way back. Okay, we'll go <laughs> way back. We'll step in the way back machine. So that's a really interesting question, and uh, I'm going to give you an interesting answer. Good. So I've always been an entrepreneur my whole life, which I would say started, um, let's see, where did my entrepreneurial career start? I would say in junior high school, no, elementary school, my father's friend gave me one of those I mean, you asked me to go way back, so I'm going way back. No, do it. I I want this. Yeah, gave me a box, like a a Costco type of box of chewing gum, you know, with like, I don't know, a couple hundred packs in there. So he gave my brother one and me one for Christmas, right? So my brother ate all of his chewing gum. Me being the entrepreneur that I am, I took my box of Costco-sized gum to school and I started selling packs of gum to the kids in school. Oh my of gosh. course I got of course I got in trouble for it, but they appreciated my entrepreneurial spirit, so I didn't get in too much trouble. And from there on, I always had this entrepreneurial drive, whether it was 
selling newspapers, you know, delivering newspapers, selling ice cream on the beach. I used to walk with my friends. We used to get dry ice in the morning. We used to fill the cooler full of ice cream. And we used to walk up and down the beach all day selling ice cream to the people on the beach, uh, to driving an ice cream truck. I mean, you name it, I've done it. Anything to make a buck is what I'm interested in. So, so with that have, being said, go ahead. You get a high from it, from that whole entrepreneur. I really do. Yeah, I really do enjoy it. And uh, I prefer to work for myself rather than work for someone else. Well, nobody's going to do it better but you. <laughs> That's true. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not afraid to work hard and nothing is beneath me, you know, whether it's pushing a broom or cleaning a bathroom. You know, I my ego isn't that, you know, high that I'm you know, anything is beneath me to do it. And uh, I think that's also driven my success. And I know a lot of successful people. I know CEOs of companies and people like that. And some of those people, as you know, their egos prevent them from, you know, doing something, you know, whether it's pushing a broom or anything that they think is beneath them. And, you know, I don't judge anyone because, you know, uh, you could be at the top one day and be at the bottom the next day, you know, and, and, Whatever needs to get done to get the job done, you know, I'm, I'm all about it. Well, wow. That's an amazing answer. But how did you fall into, I mean, what a wonderful job or a company to run? Absolutely. So let me fast forward a little bit. So through these entrepreneurial businesses that I've started over the years, fast forward to the time around 20 years ago when I started Centerfolds. And at the time... I was I had a, uh, a car and boat washing and detailing company that I had built up, and I had some accounts at the boat yards, you know, uh, detailing boats, and uh, I had some private customers and some car dealerships. And I had a pretty sizable company and a lot of guys working for me, and I enjoyed the work. And I, still to this day, you know, I enjoy working on cars and boats. <laughs> so I had a friend who lives in Florida. And he called me up and we were just talking business and he suggested that I start this entertainment company. And I was kind of like, you know, thought he was crazy, to be honest with you. I'm like, really? He's like, no, it could be lucrative and blah, blah, blah. And uh, he goes, I know a guy that does it in New York and he's kind of on his way out. Maybe you can sit with him and pick his brain. So that's what I did. I, I bought this guy lunch. We sat down to the diner and he basically... Uh, you know, uh, gave me Exotic Dancer 101 during our, our meeting over lunch, and I absorbed every word that he said like a sponge. And, I mean, again, I still thought the whole idea was crazy, Rebecca, to be honest with you. As you, you should. I was like, yeah, I was like, this is never going to work. You know, these people are all crazy. Right. So it, it was really a joke, I got to tell you. So what I did was, of course, to book any entertainers, you first have to have some entertainers. So with that being said, I printed out one of those flyers, you know, the ones where you tear off the phone number uh, and you put them in a supermarket or on a wall somewhere? Yep. The ones you cut the little strips into? Sure. You, you got it. So I printed one of those as a help wanted ad looking for exotic dancers, and I put out a few around the neighborhood. Again, just really as a joke, just to see what would happen. And a couple of weeks go by, and my phone rings, and it's an entertainer uh, that saw the ad at the gym I work out at, 
And she's like, hey, you know, my name's Jenna, and I saw your ad, and I'm an exotic dancer, and I do some private parties, and, you know, would certainly love to get some more work. And I said, great, you know, why don't you meet me at the gym Thursday night at 8 o'clock, and we'll chat. So sure enough, Thursday night, 8 o'clock, she was there, and uh, she was a very attractive young lady, and she was experienced, and she wanted to work with me and help get my business launched. And coincidentally, she had a few friends that wanted to work as well. And I said, great, have them call me. And now I had half a dozen entertainers, you know, with their cell phone numbers on speed dial, ready to go if I had some bookings. Now I have to get some bookings, right? Right. So So you didn't take over that guy's business. You just went out and branched on your own. Correct. Yeah, he really didn't have anything tangible even to give me. He was kind of, he really never had a big business. He just was kind of knowledgeable about it. He did some, he did some events, but it really had no structure. And I don't even know if it had a name, you know what I mean? Wow. It was kind of a little hap. Yeah, it was a little haphazard, you know, which a lot of my competitors, you know, they operate in the same fashion. Got so, so with that being said, now I have a few girls. Now I need customers, right? So again, I print those, you know, those business cards that you could print on your printer at home, you know, very inexpensively. Yes. So I made up some business cards. I had a name for the company. It was called Centerfold Strips. I didn't even have a website at the time. I printed some cards and I started to go around to the nightclub parking lots and I put them (laughs) underneath the windshield wiper at the parking lots, right? So the guys would come out of the clubs, you know, feeling buzzed or whatever, and I guess the guys that didn't score whatever would pick up the cards and say, hey, let's order some strippers. <laughs> so, so, boom, I'm in business. I got girls, I got customers, and now my phone's ringing, and now I'm driving the girls to the parties, I'm picking up money, I'm paying the girls, the girls are happy, the customer's happy. Now I have the beginnings of a business. And I'm like, hmm, this really does have legs and it can work. So with that being said, my next move was I built a website. At the time I built the website, I was, it was kind of at the inception of the internet. You know, people were just starting to get online. And So this know, is back uh, in the early 90s, late 90s? You got it. Exactly. Okay. So here I am. I built this website, centerfoldstrips.com. And I built a, I, you know, I, I paid, you know, a decent amount of money for it. I forgot how much at the time, but it was a decent amount of change. And I built this beautiful website. And now I made some professional business cards. I started to take it a little bit more seriously now that I had some money coming in. But mind you, at the same time, my real business is the, the car and boat detailing. You know, I had corporate accounts. I had how did employees. you do it all? Well, that's a good question. So. <laughs> You know, and I had, you know, employees that would show up, you know, every day at my shop to go to work. So I was more serious about the detailing uh, car and boat washing than I was about the entertainment. So here I am one day and I'm out in the hot sun and I'm washing and waxing boats with my guys and my phone's ringing to book entertainment and it's really starting to take off the entertainment business. And at that point, I had to make a decision. Do I want to be out in the hot sun washing and waxing cars and boats all day, or do I want to be in an air-conditioned office answering the phone? And I decided with, I wanted to be in the air-conditioned office running the entertainment company, and the rest is history, as they say. So you just quit your 
quit that. Did you, was it your business? You just sold it? It was my company. I didn't sell it. I kind of dissolved it. I just kind of let, let everything go. And, you know, um, yeah. And then started, you know, full time on the entertainment company and focusing all my time, efforts, money, and resources on building up the company. And we started locally here in New York, you know, doing events here locally in New York. And then slowly but surely, I started to get applicants from all over the United States, you know, filling out applications on my website. So now I have entertainers that live in New York, New Jersey, Florida, Los Angeles, all over the United States, everywhere. So I'm like, now that I have talent in all these states, now I can go out and get customers in all these states. And Oh my gosh, that must just, have been time consuming because before you were putting the cards on the cards or cars and it was word of mouth. Now you got all these different states to deal with. Absolutely. It really was time consuming and took a lot of effort. And I hired, um, you know, some, some office help to help me here in the office to field the calls and hire the talent and get them uploaded on the website. And it really was a lot of work to get it all organized. But once you, you know, kind of get over that initial hurdle of, you know, getting established and getting a, building a brand. And like I said, it, it, it just was kind of the perfect storm that I was one of the first entertainment companies of its kind on the internet. And the internet was exploding at that time. It was just being in the right place at the right time, quite frankly. You know, if I tried to start this business today in this market where there's, you know, uh, so much competition, I probably wouldn't have had the success that I had. But I was, again, I was in the right place at the right time. And you built your brand up. I, I know there's other companies out there, but your marketing is great. I mean, I get the e- email notifications. I mean, a customer can go online, sign up for your notifications, and I get them all the time. And I see the different acts coming through, and I'm just like, wow, fascinating. And I'll go watch the videos on YouTube. It's whoever does your marketing did a really good job. They thought of everything. That's that's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Give I, yourself a pat yeah, on the you. back. You're welcome. All right. I will. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have a degree in marketing, and that's actually my expertise. So that's where I really excel is I know whatever the, the brand is, whatever the product or service, I know how to get the phone to ring and how to make, you know, things, you know, a professional presentation in terms of what you're trying to sell. So, you know, we really work hard at that. And we're very critical of the products and services that we put out. And we're also critical of ourselves and hold ourselves to a higher standard than all of the other agencies do in terms of the people that we work with. You know, we only hire the absolute best talent, you know, because someone's an entertainer, um, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to hire them. You know, they have to have the right look. They have to have the right personality. They have to have the right work ethic. And they have to be reliable and professional, you know, because at the end of the day, as you know, from being an expert in the adult entertainment business yourself and highly experienced, as you know, you can have the most gorgeous entertainer in the world, but if she's not professional, she's not reliable, she's got an alcohol or drug problem or whatever other issues that she has, it's not going to benefit anyone. You know, it's going to be a, you know, uh, a bad outcome for everybody. Well, she or he is representing right. your he, company. She or he. Exactly. Right. right. 
they're representing your company. So Correct. why would you shit on the person that's feeding you? So, Correct. sorry. It's a podcast, so <laughs> you can swear, you can say those. Um, so we were talking about feature entertaining and all that. How did you get those clubs to come on board? Because obviously not only are you representing your client or the talent that's going to be featuring, but you had to get the strip clubs on board. Correct. So, okay, so I kind of told you how I got Centerfold Strip started. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you about how I got Centerfold Features started. So there is a woman by the name of Eleanor Bucci, who is an industry icon, and she is uh, in her 80s. You're talking about from Universal? There you go. Okay. Yep. Eleanor from Universal. And she's an icon in the industry. Not only has she been a performer herself in the golden age of burlesque, she's been a club owner. Her and her husband, Tony, own several clubs throughout the United States. And she was also the owner of Universal Entertainment, which at one time was the largest feature dance agency in the United States and Canada. So she's probably at this time, the most knowledgeable person on the planet that I think about feature entertainers, um, about the subject of gentlemen's clubs and all things associated with that due to her experience and her years on the planet, you know, and, yeah. and her knowledge of the industry. So with that being said, at the Gentlemen's Club Owners Expo, which used to be in Las Vegas. It's Where is it now? You know, it's in New Orleans. Oh, I did not get the update. Yeah. Okay. Well, now, <laughs> okay. now you did. Now I did. And, <laughs> yeah. And certainly we'd love to see you there. It's going to be in August. I'll, I'll get you the dates. So I met Eleanor uh, at the Gentlemen's Club Owners Expo at the time it was in Las Vegas. And, you know, I was just fascinated by this woman who just had such knowledge of the industry and also just such great stories and just was so much fun. You know, I just met this woman and we instantly bonded. And, you know, even though our age, you know, I'm, I'm half her age, we just, you know, bonded and, and made a, a friendship. So we kept in touch, you know, since then. And we did some business over the years. And um, out of nowhere, about six years ago, I get a call from Eleanor. And she says, hey, Danny, you know, I'm getting a little bit older and you know, kind of winding down my business, my agency, would you be interested in taking it over? And I said, well, Eleanor, you know, I, I'm, I'm honored that you thought of me. You know, why me? And she said, well, Danny, you know, I've been doing this, obviously, for a very long time, and I know a lot of people in the industry, and you've proven yourself to be, number one, you know, honest and ethical, and number two, you know, a, a good business person. And I said, well, thank you, Eleanor. You know, I, I really, really appreciate you thinking of me like that. And she said, yeah, well, you know, whenever you owed me a commission, you know, I didn't have to call you and ask for it. You just instantly sent it. And you even called me to confirm the address. And, you know, you just, you've proven yourself uh, beyond reproach that you're honest and reliable. And I said, that's great. You know, well, um, you know, I'd love to. And uh, where do we go from here? So she said, well, why don't you come meet me at, at my estate, which she did. She had an estate in New Jersey. Wow. And we'll sit down and have lunch, and uh, I'll give you everything that you need to get started in the feature dance business. And she did exactly that. Uh, not only did she give me her list of you know clientele and her list of performers, 
she also schooled me to the business of feature dancing and everything about it in a short, you know, feature dancing 101 course that she was the professor of <laughs> for the uh, few hours that I, I met with her at her estate. And I absorbed and hung on to every word that she said like a sponge because, again, when someone is that knowledgeable, I want to learn from them and, you know, from their experience because, you know, this is the feature dance guru that I'm speaking with. So I know you must have been so excited, like just, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. I absolutely was. I was really, you know, I was uh, jumping out of my skin. You know, it was it was really a blessing and, and an honor, you know, for Eleanor, you know, such an icon to call me and give me this opportunity, you know. So uh, with that being said, I I uh, headed back to uh, my office in New York from her estate in New Jersey with uh, basically taking the reins of her iconic company, which was Universal Entertainment, which was one of the biggest, you know, if not the biggest agency in the United States at one time in Canada, and taking everything that she gave me and taking the opportunity now to build it up and take it to the next level and try to restore the grandeur of it. Now, keep in mind, when Eleanor ran her agency, she didn't have access to technology in terms of computers, databases, internet, so she did all this old school with, you know, writing things down with pen and paper and, you know, boards on a wall and things like that, which I consider to be old school technology. And I remember. I, to, I, yep, I remember because there was no email address or anything on her website. You had to literally call the number. That's <laughs> right. So I had to take, you know, and she eventually did have a website, you know, which, which of course, you know, was outdated. And, mm. you know, when you don't keep up on technology, you know, with any business, you kind of, and, and not just the internet, other technologies that affect different industries, you lose your market share to competitors. And that's what was happening to Eleanor. Her competitors, some of them old and some of them new that were getting into the industry, were, um, you know, vulturing her and cannibalizing her market share and her clients and, you know, taking her business away. So now I have to stop the bleeding. I have to fend off these vultures, as I call them. Good for you. And Yeah, and I have to take back what's rightfully ours and build up the business and start to cannibalize some of their accounts, you know, and fight fire with fire. So uh, we've done an amazing job of that. We've built up the company to... Uh, you know, many uh, gentlemen's club owners uh, that use our services. We, I'm proud to say that we have about 250 of the top feature dancers in the industry under uh, under advisement with us, under representation, and they all love working with us. We uh, really support them in anything that they need, and it's all it's all positive. You know, there. People know that when they speak with me or anyone from my office, there's no drama at all. It's strictly business. It's strictly professional. We're here for two reasons. Number one, to make sure everybody makes money. And number two, to make sure everyone is happy. And if everyone's happy and making money, then we're happy and making money. Do you fall into some drama trying to deal with the club and the entertainer? Does that happen? Uh, Inevitably, you do, as okay. you know, Rebecca. You, you've I know. Been in the industry, you know, 
there's certain certain entertainers, <laughs> drama just follows them wherever they go. It's like high school. Like it <laughs> yeah, it's like high school, and sometimes you feel like the conversation has digressed to a high school conversation. You know, this girl said this about me, and this guy said this, and my boyfriend <sighs> this, and my girlfriend that. And, you know, you have to listen to it to a certain extent because you're trying to help them out and, and solve a problem and, you know, put out fires, if you will, which is what I consider myself. I'm, I'm part psychologist and part fireman in terms of putting <laughs> out fires and dealing with problems. But it, it's part of it's part of the game. You know, it's part of the business. And that's what you do. You know, it, that's what it takes to get the job done. Well, I agree with you on that one. It's a headache and time-consuming, but I agree. You have to deal with both sides of the spectrum. Now, walk us through a perfect client booking. And I, mainly, I guess I'm talking about um, centerfold strips. If somebody okay. wants to hire them, because you got it down for the feature clubs and all that. But walk right. us through the perfect client booking from first contact to completion. Absolutely. Okay. So, perfect example uh, would be a client, let's say, calls me for a bachelor party this Saturday night in New York City. And he says, hey, Danny, my name is John. I have a bachelor party this Saturday in New York City with 20 guys. We're going to be at a hotel, and I need two performers uh, for an hour show. What can you do for me? And I say, John, I got you covered. Not a problem. It's 300 per girl. And we need to take your reservation and put it in the computer. And he says, great. So I actually built, Rebecca, which is really cool. I built proprietary software that is booking software specifically for this industry. And as far as I know, I'm the only one that has it because I built it. I didn't write the code for it. I understand I was, what you're saying. Yeah, I was the architect of the code. I told, you know, the uh, the, the coders and web developers what I needed and I related that to them and they went to work and wrote the code for this software. Well, so, Danny, you can't do everything, okay? You're not God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I probably could go to school to learn to be a web developer, but it's not on my, uh, it's, I'm, not, I'm not passionate about that. It's okay. not on my to-do list. So, needless to say, these, these developers absolutely knocked it out of the park. They gave me a deliverable exactly what I wanted and the technology works exactly how I need it. So I have this software that I intake all of my clients into and it just brings everything, makes everything nice, neat and organized uh, and makes me more efficient as an agent. So um, I take their reservation, I put it in my software, I press print and it, and it spits out a work order. And now with my work order, uh, and again, an ideal client, an ideal client would say, Danny, I trust you. You guys have gotten so much media exposure, with, which we have. I mean, I've been up on the Howard Stern show six times with entertainers, Opie and Anthony three times, Maxim Magazine's written three articles on it, on us. I mean, you, you name it, we've done it. You know, Playboy, Penthouse, they've all written about our agency. You're all so, over. You're all over the internet. Yeah, I mean, we're we're really proud of the exposure that we've gotten, and again, that's due to my, you know, marketing expertise uh, that I've been able to make those contacts. So my ideal client would say, Danny, I know you guys are the pros. You handpicked the best two girls for me. 
because it's just easier that way. And I can, I know everyone's schedule. I know which entertainers work best, you know, because sometimes the guys want a girl, girl, lesbian show. I know which entertainers get along well and which, you know, which girls are going to put on the best show. If the guys are Latin, they usually like Latin girls or if they're white, they want white girls and so on and so forth. So yeah, you know your own product. I know my own product and I know the customers pretty well and I know it's going to keep everybody happy. So a lot of times the guys will say, Danny, you pick the girls and take care of it. Other times the guys will say, well, you know, we want to pick the girls specifically off the website and that's fine. That's why we have the website, you know, so they can feel free. And what, what I do is if they want two girls, I say, give me a list of 10 in order of preference, just in case someone's not available or, or this girl's, you know, in a tiff with this girl and they can't be at the same party. Oh, together. my head hurts Again. the drama. <laughs> exactly. So occasionally there's some drama. So anyway, so in a perfect world, he'll tell me, Danny, pick the girls. If not, he'll give me his list of 10. So now if he gives me his list of 10, I have my work order printed in front of me. I know the time and the date. And I'll go down the list and I'll start calling the entertainers and I'll say, hey, it's Danny at Centerfolds. I got a party in Manhattan Saturday night at 10 o'clock. Are you available? They say, yes, Danny, I'm available. I say, great. I'll text you the details. If they're not, I'll just go further down the list and keep going until I find two girls that are available. So... Once they're available, I'll text them the basic details about the party. So that'll be the first confirmation. Today's Thursday, so they'll be confirmed today on Thursday. And then Saturday in the morning, I'll confirm them again to make sure they know where they're going, make sure they know what they're doing, make sure they have a pulse, <laughs> make, sure, make sure they have a ride to get to where they need to go. And what we'll do is we'll have a driver or a security person, bouncer, whatever you want to call them, meet the ladies at the venue at Saturday night at 10 o'clock and he'll walk them in. He'll stay with them for the duration of the party. You know, and he's not there to intimidate anyone. He's there for two purposes. Number one, to make sure, you know, to make sure everyone's happy, both the entertainers and the clients, because we, that's what we do as an agency is we keep everyone happy and also uh, to collect the money and pay everyone. That's perfect. It's a legit company. Oh, we're 100% legit. We run it more like a Fortune 500 company than we do an uh, entertainer agency. Now, do you have to verify the guys? Do they? Good question, Rebecca. So what we do is, again, a lot of this is from instinct at this point. So when the guys call on the phone, just from the way people speak to you, you know if it's A, a legitimate party or not, you know, uh, you can tell from speaking with someone if they're sincere and legitimate to a certain extent. Number two is we authenticate them because they have to give us a valid Visa or MasterCard for us to accept the reservation. So usually if the party is not legitimate, you know, the person will, will uh, get scared off and not want to give us a credit card. You know, Makes sense. The reservation. Yeah, so that that's a way of screening them. And then thirdly, you know, again, we send security with the entertainers to every party, you know, to ensure their safety. So, that is uh, true. So, you know, and again, from doing this so long instinctively, I can tell if something's, you know, legitimate or not at this point, you know. So you said you take a credit card. So do they have to put down a deposit to guarantee the appointment? Uh, depending upon the logistics of the party, what city and state it's located in, and, you know, which entertainers are going. There's, there's a few variables whether or not we require a deposit from them. But, you know, some parties we do, some parties we don't. Got ya. Now, what is your most, I, I don't want you to call anybody out, but what is your most um, booked act or 
you you said that the uh, little people midgets were most popular. Is there another act you can tell us about that it's in high demand? Well, like I said, the little people are extremely hot right now. I would say five out of ten phone calls that we get, everyone wants the little people. And I think that would be attributed to that they're all over the media right now. They're on TV. They're on radio. They're in movies. You know, they're in, uh, what's that show that everyone, oh, Game of Thrones. You know, there was a little person, and, you yeah. know, actor in that in that show. So they're just extremely hot right now. They're on fire. And it's something unique and different that everyone, you know, wants to see something unique and different, you know, so that's why they're really hot. But besides the little people, um, in terms of what else is hot right now, the novelty acts are hot as far as the featured answers. And what I mean by that are some of the suicide type of show, girl shows, uh, girls that breathe fire, uh, girls that walk on glass, girls that swallow swords. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, some some of the girls actually let the guys take a staple gun and staple dollar bills to them. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, to you and I, it's painful, but I guess you know they uh, they don't mind it and they enjoy it. I guess, and uh, it makes their shows interesting. And the club owners now are seeking these types of shows because, again, it's something unique, unusual, and different. And they want to entertain their clients and have the clients at the club say, wow, you're not going to believe the show that I saw at the XYZ club tonight. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, because I would totally go to that show. (laughs) I might be looking through my fingers, but I would go. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So what's the craziest story that's ever happened during this time period of you owning um, centerfold strips. So I had a customer once that called and he was having a bachelor party in Boston and he wanted two camels for the bachelor and the best man to ride in on. And I got this guy two camels. I don't know how or where (laughs) I did it, but if someone comes to me with a strange request, I'm going to use all the resources that I can to accommodate the customer because that's what we do here at centerfold strips. I have to tell you something. I uh, I have been to a couple uh, bachelor parties here in Las Vegas, not as the entertainer, but I've been privy to a, to them because of friendships. And there was a midget Lady Gaga and an eighty year old stripper and a goat. For some reason, oh, awesome! It sounds I, like a fun party. Damn it! I I thought maybe it was you that booked that because I'm like, it, who could book something? Okay, see, yeah, but now I know. Been. Uh, now I know when a request like that comes in, who to call. I'm your guy, Rebecca. Uh, you are my guy because that is just crazy. Two camels. I mean, where do you pull that out of your butt? <laughs> you know, through, through research on the internet. And, of course, most other agents would say, I can't help you and hang up on the customer rudely, where I see it as an opportunity and a challenge. You want two camels? I'm going to find you two camels. You know what I mean? You have the yes and uh, initiative, where instead of saying no and shutting it down, you're like, yes, and. And now it becomes that challenge of, oh, I'm going to give you what you want. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but it's going to get done. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, I mean, for example, even uh, literally yesterday, right, a customer calls me 
and his wife and daughter are flying into Chicago, and they're getting picked up in a limousine to drop them off at the residence. And he wants a male little person to greet them at the airport uh, in the limousine and pretend that he's a passenger also in the limousine getting dropped off at another location. And then he wants the guy to, you know, break out into a strip show and surprise his wife and daughter. So I didn't have anybody local in Chicago. I had to fly someone in. I said, sir, unfortunately, I don't have anybody local, but I can get a guy on an airplane. I'll fly him in. You know, it's going to be X, you know, for the show plus round trip airfare and hotel from New York. I said, okay. He said, let's go ahead and do it, Danny. Here's my Amex card. And I got it all set up, and I, I put a guy in New York on, a, on an airplane. I flew him into O'Hare, and he had his construction worker costume with him, and he got in a limousine, and, you know, he put on a great show for the customers, and they were really uh, surprised when this guy started stripping in a limousine, this male little person. Oh, I wish and, I could see the reactions on their faces. <laughs> yeah, we do a lot of cool surprises and pranks also which are a lot of fun that pe- especially with the little people and the big mamas that people call us for so That's but yeah amazing. I mean when someone calls us you know with a challenging job you know I enjoy that because it gives me an opportunity to uh, to exercise my my skills in terms of you know getting things done and you know reaching out to contacts and um, I see it as a challenge and of course it's an opportunity to make money so if I can make a buck why not look at you you go. Um, is If they have a great time and all, is there a place they can leave feedback? Is it on the website or, I don't know, Yelp? I mean, it's a... Yeah, we do have a Yelp page. Um, and customers do call and email, um, you know, from time to time uh, and let us know that we did a great job. And we certainly appreciate them taking time of, out of our day, out of their day uh, to let us know. And you know what? It's really nice when someone takes time out of their day to give you a compliment and let you know you did a good job because, as you know all too often, most people like to call to complain about something and, you know, uh, tell you this was wrong or that was wrong. And knock on wood, most of the calls that we get are, are all positive because we really take the extra effort to ensure that things go smoothly, you know, that other agents, you know, don't. I mean, if you call any other agent, you know, most of them, their, their phones are off at five o'clock. You know what I mean? And if there's a problem with the show or the is lost, the job's not going to get done and it's not going to get done properly, you know, because of that extra, you know, effort that we put in. And I keep my phones on until the last job is done and the entertainer's home safely. I don't care if it's, and I'm in New York, so we're doing parties on the West Coast. So if it's, you know, 4 a.m. here, it's 7 a.m. there. You know what I mean? So I'm literally keeping my phone on all hours of the day to make sure that everyone is able to contact me if there's any problem or they need my help with, you know, a situation. Do you get any sleep? Not so much. Okay. I didn't figure. (laughs) No, not, not in this industry. There's no sleep for the weary. And, you know, very rarely do you even get a day off or a vacation. And, you know... And that's why the business is somewhat seasonal. And sometimes, like, we're going into a 4th of July weekend right now, so it's going to be quiet this weekend because 4th of July, as you know, is more of a family weekend. People go down to the shore, their lake house, or go to the beach, and, you know, they're with their family barbecuing and things like that. 
So it, ho- hopefully it'll be a little bit quiet this weekend and I'll be able to take a little bit of time off because when it's slow, you have to capitalize on that in this industry. And that's when you have to take a break and slow down and, you know, um, get some rest, you know, and recharge your batteries. Because if you don't take it the next day, it's going to be very busy again. And you're going to say, well, I'm burnt out now because I didn't take advantage of one the time when it was slow. Instead, I was trying to, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, you know what I mean? To try to generate more business. You got, you got to know when to take a break because everyone needs to recharge their batteries. Well, you sound like a workaholic, so it's probably hard for you to take a break. But I get it. Downtime and family affairs. <laughs> exactly. So I noticed your Instagram page, Centerfold uh-huh. Strips. And when I went on there, I saw all different pictures of all different um, acts that you have, um, entertainers. And I just wanted to tell the listeners out there to go over there and look at that page because it's eye candy. And when I say eye candy, I mean it could be from anything. It's all whatever floats your boat, Baskin-Robbins, 31 flavors. So I just wanted to make sure that information was out there. <laughs> Great, Rebecca. Well, we appreciate it. And, of course, our main website is centerfoldstrips.com where everyone can go to see all the uh, different acts and uh, that we represent. And, of course, they can book online or, or call us on the toll-free number, which is on the site at one eight seven seven four a strip which is one eight seven seven four two seven eight seven four seven. Now, Danny, am I leaving anything out? I know we touched on a lot of different things, but I might have forgot something. I think you were extremely thorough, <laughs> Rebecca, <laughs> as you always are. Um, you know, I guess there's some, some other acts that we provide also to mainstream clubs that we might want to mention. Yeah, let's uh, talk about it. Absolutely. So uh, there are a lot of mainstream uh, venues out there, whether they're nightclubs, restaurants, hotels, and casinos. And some of those types of shows that we uh, provide that are non-adult, that are okay for mainstream venues, uh, we provide a male review show, which again is somewhat adult-related, but it's upscale and a lot of the mainstream venues will book a male review show uh, to entertain their clients. And we also book a, it's the world's only male little people show, review show, and that's called Little Dales, which I trademarked the name. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. And as it kind of insinuates, it's all male little people doing a male review show. Uh, And this is a professional choreographed production. I paid for choreographers to work with the guys and work with them on their costumes and their shows. And these guys are unbelievable and there are a lot of, it's just a lot of fun that show so that's available for booking as well and we also book a uh, a burlesque cabaret show and magic show called Les Magique Fantastique and that is uh, a show by Susie Malone which is the world's premier burlesque magician uh, she's absolutely amazing she's a choreographer extremely extremely talented Susie Malone is and she put together this cast uh, for this uh, production called Les Magique Fantastique. So we also represent them. And we also represent the Flaunt Girls, which you may have seen them on TV, on True TV, uh, performing at the, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the bar in Sturgis. It actually subsequently burned down, unfortunately. But I didn't it was know a that. bike. Of, yeah, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It was a bike of bar in Sturgis. But 
the Flint girls are amazing in terms of their performances. They perform with fire. They do aerial shows. And the girls are absolutely stunning, gorgeous. So that's a professional production, that, uh, and it's all choreographed. And we, we represent the Flint girls. They're amazing. So, yeah, there there's quite a few other non-adult shows that were are available for booking at the Main Street venues that we're very happy to represent as well. Now, do you have a YouTube channel where people can check out the promo videos of some of this content? We do. We have a few YouTube channels. Um, I'm not sure what the main one would be. Is it located uh, on centerfoldstrips.com? You know what? Yeah, you should be able to click a link at the bottom of the page to our social media links, our Facebook, our YouTube. So that should be all, our Twitter page, that should be all accessible on centerfoldstrips.com. Well, perfect. Well, Danny, I have eaten up uh, about 46 minutes of your time. So. <laughs> but who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. I, I'm not seriously, counting. Seriously, I was having such, such a blast, you know, speaking with you, Rebecca, and Really, really appreciate the opportunity and such a pleasure to speak with you and uh, the folks at AdultFilmStarNetwork.com. Well, thank you for educating us on the employment side and on being a good client. Are you hearing me out there, my listeners? Being good boys and girls. Um, thank you so much, Danny, and I appreciate your time. And uh, thank you for giving me the privilege of interviewing you. You're welcome, Rebecca. Thank you again. Such a pleasure. And you and your listeners, we hope you guys have a safe and fun 4th of July weekend. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed the interview with Danny at centerfoldstrips.com. I can't say that enough. Go check out the site. Who knows? Maybe you're ready to book some entertainment. And if you do, will you please, 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 Will you write me? Will you email me and tell me all about it? Because that sounds super fun and exciting. Uh, maybe you've used their service before. So, yeah, I would love some feedback. And I'm sure Danny at Centerfold Strips would love some feedback also. We always love our loyal fans, listeners, uh, clients. Just to give us some feedback. Maybe we need to change something. Maybe we're doing something extremely hella good. And that is always a big, warm fuzziness in my chest. It just leaves it right there. Oh, I'm getting it right now, and nobody's even complimented me yet. Make sure you tweet us at adult... Oh, I was going to say, make sure you tweet us at Adult Film Star Network at AFS Network one. You can also leave an iTunes review, which I will be happily ready to read on this podcast. See, that's one way to show the love and that warm fuzziness just builds up right there behind. Is it my right or left titty? Oh, there goes my audience member. They are crazy and they just love to interrupt my goddamn show. <laughs> They're actually barking. They're barter digging. That's what they do. Is they just a barter digging. They're barking at the thunder outside. I live in Las Vegas, Nevada, and it's all desert, and it hardly ever thunders and lightnings, and it's so beautiful outside. It's gorgeous. Did I just say lightnings? What is wrong with me? Lightning. Oh, we be lightnings all over the place right now. 
Okay, got a little distracted. Leave an iTunes review, please. And what we'll do is we'll read it here on the podcast and show you our love right back at you. And you guys know how to do that. Just go to adultfilmstarnetwork.com, scroll down, look where it says iTunes reviews, and leave it. It's as simple as that. In fact, everything is on that site if you forget what I'm telling you now. And if you want to interact, you can do it on the site. But I suggest go to our Facebook page, Adult Film Star Network, and interact because we are looking for new sexually related questions for Drunken Podcasts too. All right, guys, I'm Rebecca Love, and you've been listening to Adult Film Star Network, where the sex goes straight to your head. You choose which one. You've been listening to Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love. So, uh, you want to spend some more time with Rebecca? Find her on Twitter, at RebeccaLoveXXX, and on her official website, RebeccaLove.com. And catch all the great shows on Adult Film Star Network. Thanks, everybody. See you next time.